Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. My name is Joel. Mike is right on over there. And, uh, you know, the last few weeks, Mike, we've been talking about how we can, in Christ, you know, we're supposed to be free from uh, having a, a sin consciousness, free from guilt, you know, free from walking around with our heads hung low, uh, worrying all the time uh, whether or not we're in right standing with God, whether we've failed him or not, or whether we've been living up to a certain standard or not, because, you know, there was this old covenant you know we've been reading in hebrews about the old covenant and the new covenant and now we're in this this new covenant that's been built upon better promises and we might get into a little bit of this tonight but i think what we want to continue talking about uh this time mike is is just how we can walk in freedom walk in in assurance of faith knowing that jesus christ is lord not that we have to make him lord but he is lord and because of his blood and because of the covenant that God has made and that he has kept, uh, not dependent upon man, uh, but dependent upon his his own integrity, depending upon his own promises that he is faithful to complete, we stand in this covenant, this new covenant in which we've become new creations, free from guilt and free from a sin consciousness. Well, Joel, what, what a great gift. Freedom from guilt. I mean, just even being able to get a hold of a portion of that truth can revolutionize a person's life because we've been talking in in Hebrews as you read through page after page you can see how the writer of Hebrews is comparing the old covenant that the old Jewish people were under uh, the law of Moses and so forth uh, versus the new covenant that Jesus Christ ushered in for us to to live uh, today And, and there's such a contrast and the writer of Hebrews breaks this down very carefully and as you grow in grace, you begin to see more and more what God has provided for us by uh, allowing us to transition from a, a consciousness of, of sin and guilt into, and leaving that behind, and then moving into a consciousness of, of righteousness, freedom, uh, free from guilt. What a, what a tremendous thing that is, because I know most of my Christian life, or at least a big portion of it when I was younger, and really knew nothing about the grace walk or the exchange life. I, I, I wallowed around in, in guilt and condemnation uh, constantly, uh, always wondering if I was living up to uh, the standard that, that I thought God expected out of me, and, of course, always falling short, not fully understanding, and not that I fully understand it now, but I understand it better than I, I, I did years ago, and not completely understanding uh, what God provided for me through Jesus Christ. And as we look in the book of Hebrews here, in uh, Hebrews chapter 8, now he, Jesus, has obtained a more excellent ministry, inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant, that's the new covenant, established upon better promises. You know, that's what we're looking at here, Joel, and if people can begin to walk in this and, and realize. Well, let me just jump down to this verse here, Joel, also in Hebrews chapter 8, um, and, and they're quoting an Old Testament passage here. I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins, and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. That's God talking. He no longer remembers that stuff that, that we've done wrong in the past. And that's what the new covenant has provided for us. 
Yeah, and it's, you know, something that, um, you know, you mentioned a couple things there. One I want to focus on just real briefly, just the fact that it is a gift. You know, this is something that we couldn't ever earn, and it's something that by our good deeds we could never earn, and it's something that by our evil deeds we could, it, God wouldn't hold it from us because of our bad deeds. It's all based upon his gift. It's all based upon his grace. It's all based upon his promises and what he has willed for us, what he has done, um, not based upon anything, again, that we could do or, or or not do, but based upon his faithfulness and his grace. And so uh, I really like that point. And then just about the, the, the covenants, it, it seems to me that there's a lot of mixing of the covenants in, in modern-day Christianity. It's kind of like, yeah, we, uh, we realize we're under a new covenant, we're living in a new covenant, but yet all of these things, you know, the whole Bible is the counsel of God, and so we've got to take everything that the old covenant says and, and apply that to our lives too, and there's this mixture of things, but what the uh, writer of Hebrews does here, if if you want to make a case uh, that the that Christians should live uh, with a mixture of the covenants, I would think that your mind would be changed through a reading of the book of Hebrews because the writer really gets into the differences between the covenants. And once you read all of this in the book of Hebrews about the difference in in the covenants, I don't think there's any way that a person could make a case that they're the same or that they're to be mixed. He makes so many points. Uh, for example, the one that you just made, you read uh, Hebrews 8, 12. You know, God says, I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Well, that's the new covenant. Uh, we've talked about um, the the uh, contrast to that in the old covenant. I think we've talked about this recently even. Under the old covenant, uh, you know, they would bring the animal sacrifices and what that did was it provided for, and this is what the book of Hebrews says, those sacrifices provided for a yearly reminder of sins. That's to be contrasted with what God says in this new covenant, uh, that our sins and our lawless deeds, he's going to remember no more. And so in the following verse, Hebrews Hebrews 8.13, in that he says a new covenant, he has made the first Mixed with the second? No. It says he has made the first obsolete. And he says, uh, the writer says, now what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. So we can stand in our daily lives in Christ. The foundation that's under our feet as we walk the Christian walk on a, on, on the foundation that is God, that is Jesus Christ, and that isn't us. That isn't us trying to maintain uh, this right standing, but built upon the, the integrity of God, his promises, his righteousness, his holiness. And again, something that's only received when we receive it freely as a gift. Well, you hit on an important point there, Joel, and that is that uh, those sacrifices with the animals and, and the confession of sins and so forth under the Old Covenant, they were a reminder of sins. And that's not what the New Covenant uh, directs us towards. I watched a, a movie the other night called, um, oh, now I forgot the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out here, Joel. Uh, we're on live radio, right? That's, this is live. <laughs> live on memory. Oh, I, I remember. It's called The Nativity. It <laughs> came out in theaters last year. We just rented the video and saw it this year around mm -hmm. Christmas time. And, and they, they showed this, this scene where uh, near the temple there was uh, a Jewish person 
going through uh, a sacrifice with the priest. There was an animal there. Uh, looked kind of like a, a cow or a bull or something. I don't know what it was, but uh, they, you know, went through a, a ceremony, and the priest told the individual, transfer your sins onto the animal. And he put his forehead up to the forehead of the animal and began to uh, pray or to confess sins. And then guess what they did? After they transferred his sins onto the animal, they killed the animals. Mm. And today, under this new covenant, uh, it is no longer required for us to go through any of that. Of course, very few of us have probably used animals, first of all. But even the confession of sins uh, is not something that is required any longer. Now, confession can be a good thing for the soul. It can be a great release for the mind and the emotions. Um, there, there is a place for that, but not to attain righteousness, not to receive forgiveness. There is one confession required in the New Covenant, and that's the confession of Jesus Christ as Lord and trusting in his finished work. And so sometimes, Joel, I think we can even begin, uh, as we walk through this this uh, exchanged life, sometimes we even find ourselves trying to rely on our own efforts not to feel guilty anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> even that can become an effort, instead of just trusting in what God has said and believing that what he has already provided for us is sufficient. Yeah, Jesus has provided a rest for us. You know, a rest from our own works as far as uh, obtaining righteousness and maintaining righteousness, and a rest from uh, the daily struggle of, you know, trying to figure out if you're right with God, trying to maintain your righteousness, trying to just trying to keep this thing going. If a person would live, you know, even yeah, 50 years, uh, 60 years, 70 years, or even less, no matter what, you know, one given day can be long if you are wallowing around in guilt and, and just imagine a person no matter whether it's no matter how long their life goes on just imagine a person living in guilt every single day of their life all day long and god has provided a way for us to be free from guilt to be free to know him uh, to walk with him you know, we, we're definitely going to sin. We're definitely going to make errors in, in the ways uh, that we live our lives. But even so, uh, we can walk in, in the assurance that uh, we, we're standing in God's righteousness, not based upon what we've done, but based upon the blood of Jesus Christ and his, his sacrifice on the cross. And so, you know, when we're walking in guilt... I, you know, I believe we're walking in something that God has not intended for us to walk in. And like you're saying, Mike, uh, this, this struggle, I mean, sometimes we, we struggle to try to, uh, get ourselves to feel as if, you know, this is reality, uh, when we can really just rest in Christ and, and trust in Him that whether we feel it or not, uh, the truth is the truth. We can stand upon the Word of God and His promises, uh, which definitely supersede the way that we feel. Well, one thing that stood out to me in that movie scene, Jewel, was when they, they said transfer your sins onto the animal. Of course, doing that, they kill the animal, therefore, you know, supposedly kind of killing the sin, even though the, the sacrifice of those animals and the confession of those sins never really took away the sin. Here, Jesus, the Lamb of God, uh, the, the animal, so to speak, provided by, by God the Father for all of mankind, uh, this lamb taken to the cross for slaughter, all of the sins of the entire world transferred onto him, 
and, and, and their God completed what was necessary to bring man back into what God required, and that was righteousness because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and his resurrection, his spilled blood. It, it just and, and the book of Hebrews tells us that this was done once and for all. Uh, the other sacrifices had to be continuous, and they never even did the job. Here we had one sacrifice for all, and, and we don't have to go back and do it all over again. Thank, thank the Lord for that. At once and for all, Jesus on the cross, he said, it is finished. You know, he had completed the work that the Father sent him to do, and that was to provide the propitiation for our sins, you know, so that, so that all of, like you say, all of our sin was transferred onto Jesus Christ. He was, he was crucified. He died for our sins. We, there's, there's nothing left for us to do. Uh, as far as our sins go, there's no guilt. There's no more. So, we we can be you know sorry when we do things that hurt other people and that sin. We can grieve, but we don't have to wallow around in guilt, and we don't have to uh, you know wallow around thinking that God is against us. Because even though we've we may commit some things that that aren't so great, we ha- still have this perfect standing with God. Because again, it's all based upon the blood of Jesus Christ, and his sacrifice. Well, I'm Joel, along with Mike. Uh, We are so glad that you've been with us again this time. We'll be back again with you more next week for more talk about growing in grace. And uh, in the meantime, if you'd like to get a hold of us or check out anything else about us, you can log on to graceroots.org. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.